Hello and welcome to Dum Dum Die, an original D&D podcast set in my world of Kalandos and who is my and who is me? I am Carla the Game Master and that came out weird but we're going to stick with it. So <laughs> so basically we're an all-female, all-awesome D&D group. Um, we've got some new players, we've got some experienced players and we have a relatively interesting slash new GM which is me. I feel like this is a lot about me. But anyway, uh, this is our first episode and we're going to be celebrating uh, Women's Month. And I thought it was quite apt that we are all women players, that we would celebrate it. So this episode and the first one or two um, sessions is probably going to be quite uh, female focused, although two of our players are not playing females. So we hope you enjoy and let's roll. We start in the town of Rustrin, which is all the players' hometown. And they are in the very aptly named, yet unimaginatively named, drinking pub of Ye Old Drinking Place, owned by John Green, the human, who is, in his line of family, probably the most creative. He added the Ye Old to the drinking place before it used to be called just the drinking place. We find ourselves in the tavern with uh, John Green behind the bar, sitting, possibly sleeping, I'm not sure. And where are all our players? Damn you, Dobby. You beat me again. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I think we should have another round. What do you think? Aureoli. We hear two voices from the side of the tavern, sitting on the edge of the bar, possibly gesturing towards John Green, who is aptly attempting not to notice them. Well, if you want to play again, hang on. Let me find out if Oriole's got some extra coinage. Oriole. Yeah? Do you have some extra coinage? Ah, hold on. As Oriole (laughs) half-elf digs into her her coin pouch, which she finds is oddly light, (laughs) she looks at the the half-orc Dobby, whose mixtures with magic has often made their accent changeable. (laughs) Um, I have, I have one silver piece. Give it to me. Okay. So he's a dashingly handsome half-elf. Here you go, cousin. Okay, Dobby, we're on. Okay. As the coin pot exchanges hands, John Green's face lights up and he walks over to Zantlerian and Dobby and Oriole. Uh, do you guys want another round? Yes. Give us your best. The stuff that comes from rain. Yes. Show me the money. As Antelurin lifts up a, a, a silver piece because uh, our player Wednesday here is holding up her hand, which is the best kind of podcast, is when you use gestures. So, <laughs> so as she raises her hand, as Antelurin, the male half-elf, raises his hand, we're holding the silver piece. John looks at her quizzic- him quizzically and says... The best. Well, I can give you one. Well, I can give you one glass, which is half filled for that. What do you think, Darby? Oh, I think that, uh, uh, you're so pretty. John starts to back away and takes out a glass. It's, (laughs) for those of you looking closely, Oriel notices that it is one of the smaller glasses from the bottom shelf which he proceeds to fill with a milky brown substance, but only halfway. 
He places it down in front of Zantillerin and Dobby. Give me the silver piece. How about this, John? Let's play a game for this piece, and then you give us three drinks. If I win, right, 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 no, listen, listen. And then I wink at him. John sees you winking at him. It doesn't seem to have an effect. <laughs> you have lived in this town a long time. John does know you mm. quite well. At that, John sighs in relief and raises his hand as someone walks through the door. God damn it, John. I need some help. One of the horses outside ran over one of my bottles. I think we're going to be short this month. John takes the silver piece from Zantillerin and is like, I know exactly how much is in the bar. And he starts heading out to go and assist with the horse. Okay, so take that one, that one, and that one. And what is with you underpaying me again this month? Um, well, you see, I played it. Zantillerin played a game with me, and I, I thought I could make the money to pay you extra, and then... How you many? have horse troubles, you say? And he runs out the, out the tavern. Runs out the tavern. Damn you, John. Rain! Hey there, Oreo. How's it going? Good, and you? Good. What are these guys up to? I heard they gamble my money again. <laughs> They're playing? Stuff? Again? Playing what, exactly? Hey, Zant, when are you going to give me my money? John told me that you guys have my money. Um, the word you're looking for is had your money. <laughs> but, you know, Rain, we can exchange other things. Not this again. Everyone roll perception for me, please. Uh, what did you guys get? Nine. Nine. Fourteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. Eight. Eight. So, only Oriel, who wasn't involved in this conversation, sees stepping out from the backside of the bar a, a small gnome woman who peers around the corner, looks at the dwarven female who's just entered, and says, Um, um, you came from Lificent, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I don't know what's happening down there, but I think we, something big is happening. So Half my customers have gone. Just, just disappeared. Oh, and she was hold, starting to hold out a letter towards you, which she slowly starts to return to her shawl. Hold on now, what the hell was that? Um, I, I was going to ask if you could deliver this message to my, my son in Leficent, but I don't know if I want this message going. It's very important, and if people are missing, I don't want it going there. I'll just wait. He should be coming in a week or so. I don't think so, lady. Everyone is gone. All the men there are gone. In fact, that's part of why I came here in such a rush and the horses broke all my bottles. Apparently, all the, all the men folk have gone missing down there. Um, Carassus, she's, she's the girl that I supply down there. She's, all the men are gone. Um, they sent out teams looking for people um, and those teams went, went missing. Send up more teams looking for those teams, and those teams went missing. So she kind of asked for my help. I just came 
I don't know what to do, really. Um. But she did offer a hell of a lot of gold. Gold, you say? <laughs> the, the gnome shoves the missive under her shawl and seems to brighten up quite visibly at the mention of the gold. I, I could help. I've been known to hit a few knees with my stick. And she takes her cane and waves it in the air. She does look quite uh, wobbly when she lifts her cane off the ground. <laughs> Lady, you can't even stand straight on your own. <laughs> but if my son is missing, I need to go and, and help him. Also, you mentioned gold. <laughs> <laughs> So, me and you, dwarves and gnomes, what do you say? Let's go. Let's go. She starts heading over to the door, oh. and you hear the as her as her cane touches the floor, and she is hurrying along. You have the feeling that you could sit, probably having a ten minute conversation at the bar before she reached the exit. Come on! Oh my God. <laughs> um. I haven't even decided if I'm going to do it yet. And besides, we need help. We need a lot of help. And then she lifts her cane and she says, Well, we've got thunder. And then she lifts up her left arm. <laughs> and she pulls uh, like, like she's holding up her muscles. But it weirdly seems like her um, bicep is... is the wrong way around. Like it's hanging lower than her, than her shoulder. As she says, And here is... Rolling as she twirls her arm, lightning. Wait, did I call the other one thunder or did I call it like this is thunder? This is how she's continuing to walk, <laughs> discussing thunder and lightning towards the exit. Goodness, the people in this town. So, what is everyone else doing? Uh, Oriel, uh, I'm watching Santillarian and 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 Darby. Playing and drinking the shared drink that I paid for. <laughs> that you're not drinking at <laughs> that all. That I'm not drinking. <laughs> As the gnome, gnome woman uh, takes a couple more steps and she, she abruptly stops her discussion of thunder and lightning and she turns and she points thunder, which is her cane, to confirm. <laughs> and she points thunder at... Um, at Darby, the half-orc, and she says, And you? Are you not coming with? Do you not like gold? I'll share it with you, but the half-elves, they, they don't look strong. Not like me and this here dwarf. You look strong. You obviously are very much a fighter. I am a fighter. And a man of words, I can see. So, well, look, sir, it's the dwarf, it's me, and it's him. All right, let's go. Leave that half hour to the wait, drinking. No, I want to come with. Please. The, the gnome looks you up and up because they are much, much shorter than you. <laughs> and. Oreo, like, puffs up her, her chest and, like, stands, like, the. Hands on the hips posed to be like, I'm strong too, I think. And the gnome looks at, at you and says, What do you do? I can make a lot of pot plants. For what 
purpose? No purpose, really. I just like pot plants. Look, dear, if you want to sell yourself to be on this adventuring party, I'm, you're going I'm, to have to do better than that. My son and the guild is waiting. Then? If Oriol doesn't come, then I'm not coming. Zan, please come. Zan, please. Um, Zantelarian stands up and strikes a pose. <laughs> and he says, don't worry, lady. I will save your son. This town sounds like the kind of place where I am needed. You mean a town with just women? Ah, I see what kind of man you are. But look, if the, if the orc isn't going to come without you two elves, then I guess we'll just take what we can get. Isn't that right, Rain? Come on, Rain. Wait a minute. I haven't even accepted. And going with the Zantelian guy, he's going to gamble our gold away. Are you sure you want to do this? Rain, please come. Please. Fine, let's go then. Okay, let's settle then. And the gnome continues on the way towards the door. What is everyone doing? Aurel walks past the gnome. You do so very easily. <laughs> She's going to be another, like, ten minutes. We should have a drink. Yeah, good idea. And then how about you uh, just pick her up on the way out and pop her back behind the counter? Sounds like a plan. Rain was actually, as everyone's deciding about what to drink, Rain was actually behind her, trying to decide if she should pick her up or not. Is it rude? <laughs> so as the gnomish woman is slowly making her exit, waving her cane, there is a dwarven female behind her making gestures with her hands, trying to decide if, should she pick the gnome up? Should she leave the gnome alone? Should she redirect the gnome? Uh, there's a lot of hand gestures going on around the gnomish woman, but most of uh, the rest of the party doesn't see it because they're all being at a very high height. They just see the tops of heads as the gnome and the dwarf are exiting the room. Roll perception for me, everybody. Uh, Ten. Six. Fifteen. Everyone who's over five. Twenty-two. And especially, <laughs> especially the half-orc. Here's her name from the horses as one goes, hee and you hear a definite thud, and you hear John say, oh, that's why I don't use horses. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a ruckus outside with the okay. horses. Oral runs towards the horses. As you run outside, you see... The town of Ristrin, which is your hometown, you see there's the blacksmith up the road, there's also the local eatery, and there's various houses, and you see just outside the tavern that there is a wagon that has some broken bottles in it and a broken cask in it, as well as two horses hitched to the wagon, but the hitch is a little bit loose, and John is lying on top of the hitch trying to stroke the horses at the same time, trying to use his teeth to remove the hitcher's pin. John? Yes? Do you need a bit of help? Oh, yes, please. So much so. How can I help? He raises his eyebrow at you and he shows you that the hitch, upon closer inspection, the hitch is very clearly broken. So if the horses were to go at a speed, they would split from the hitch and split the wagon in two. <laughs> I need to fix the hitch. 
but the horses okay, uh, are going to break it more. I will, I will, uh, I will get Darby to hold the horses. Okay, you're going to get the half-orc to hold the horses. Yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. I'll hold the horses. Okay, you can hold the horses. And then she goes and she starts stroking Okay, roll animal handling for me. <laughs> 19. 2, 21. You stroke both horses simultaneously, and being that you know Rain, and she's been in town a couple of times to drop off beer and, and alcoholic goods of that kind... The horses know you and are quieting down as you as you stroke them. And John proceeds to remove the hitch and take it down the road to the blacksmith. There, there, little dipper. There, there, big dipper. It's okay. As you stroke them, you're pretty sure those are definitely their names. Those are definitely their names. What are the other three of you doing? So is our half-orc and our half-elf trying to drink at the bar? Um, since we are sharing a drink, uh, Zantelarion is trying very hard to make sure that he drinks more of half of this glass of ale than Darby does. And Darby's okay with that. All right. So as you guys were having this discussion with the gnome, no one had bothered with the drink. But as the gnome took one step, Zantelarion managed to down 80% of the half that you had and... Darby takes the last swig, which does taste vaguely of Xantelarian, which Darby is okay with. Totally. Good. <laughs> and what is our dwarf doing? Um, Rain, having given up, decided not to pick up the old lady. Um, having heard the ruckus outside, she runs outside. Um, and is like, damn it, what has John done with my cart? He better not have messed up my alcohol. Well, you see that John is heading down the road carrying the hitch mm -hmm. and taking it to the blacksmith. Your horses are being stroked by the half-elf um, Oriel. And in the back is the broken bottles and the broken cask that was there before. Okay, um, Oriel, what, what did John do to this? He broke it. God damn. Is he, is the, where is he going now? That way. She points down the road, as you do in podcasts, to make <laughs> gestures of where everyone is going. She does, and point she points down. towards the blacksmith, <laughs> which she does. Oh, okay then. Sounds like he's gonna go get a fit. Should we? That lady's still walking towards the door. I don't know. I walked past her. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go get her, pick her up, get this thing moving. Um, Rain walks back into the bar. The gnome is still making her way across the bar. She's probably two-thirds of the way across now. Lady, this is taking far too long. You two, let's go. She picks up the gnome, walks outside. You pick up the gnome female, and her feet are probably about 10 centimeters off the floor because being a dwarf, you don't have that much leverage over the gnome. But you've got some space as you walk out carrying the gnome. She is quite light. She is quite light. Um, she does wiggle in your grasp as she says, I might have been into this when I was younger, but now watch your hands, missy. Don't think anything of it. It's time for her to go, that's all. That's what they always say. What does Zantelurian and Darby do? I slowly get off the bench uh, while the bar stool and um, saunter outside. As one does, when one is as hot as I am. Mm. 
<laughs> says the male half orc as Santalarian removes himself from the chair. So, as you approach outside, Santalarian, you notice uh, Oriel stroking two horses. You notice the dwarven female rain holding a female gnome of elderly age as they head towards a cart that has the horses tied to them but not hitched so the um, mechanical construct that holds them to the cart is gone but they're still tied to the cart and in the cart is some broken bottles and a broken cask and the rest of the town is going about their day as per normal and you do notice john is dragging a, a hitch down the road towards the blacksmith okay so how long do you think this is going to take to be fixed should we not make alternative arrangements well, um, you know, having been um, quite a, a good confidant of the local blacksmith, as you've gambled away many a night, that uh, Cyrus is very slow. Cyrus knows he doesn't get that much blacksmithing work in your small town of Ristran, so he drags it out because he has come up with the most insane idea for payment is he charges per day, which in blacksmithing is unheard of. He is quite a savvy businessman, but a very bad gambler, which is probably why he needs to charge per day. So you could estimate that the hitch being fixed at least three days if it's missing a bolt. So listen, my lady gnome, I think you should stay here and wait for John to get back with the hitch. The rest of us will go ahead. Okay. Mostly because traveling with a lady such as yourself, you should be transported in better style. Okay, roll persuasion for me. <laughs> and the Nineteen. Nineteen. The, the female gnome, as she's in the hands of the dwarf, says, All right, um, but you'll, you'll bring my girl, I mean my son, back to me, yes? Yes, you will bring my son? Santalarian gives a very fancy, fancy bow and he kisses her hand and he says, of course, my lady, of course. Uh, she turns her head towards Rain behind her. Okay, you can put me down. Enough with the hands. Oh, thank God. <laughs> puts her down. And the, the gnome woman heads to the steps of the tavern to sit and await the hitch. And, and she says, um, his, his name? His name is... Uh, hold on. And she reaches into her shawl to pull out the missive and she squints at, at the letter that she wrote and she says it's um, Knaffen. Yes, that's it. That sounds about right. Knaffen. And then she gives you the, gives um, Zantalurian the letter. She's like, also give this to him when you see him. I will, my lady, I will. Thank you. And she goes and sits down and she's like, they weren't ready for thunder or lightning. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? I'm still petting the horses. You're still petting the horses. The people in the town look at you as they pass by and a lot of them roll their eyes with the vague sense of, really, the horses again? The horses are still equally calmed, but as you keep whispering, shh, it's okay. They seem to be a little bit skittish <laughs> after, shh, shh, don't worry, horses. It's not weird.
Oriole, stop creeping my horses out. <laughs> Sorry. Zant, help me get like some saddles out the back of the wagon. I think we can maybe take these horses just as they are. Of course, but you know, these hands were not made for uh, manual labor. Oh my God. Um, Darby, how about you help Rain take some saddles out of the cart? That y- yeah, I'll help you. Let's go. The hulking orc, the hulking orc. Yes, that's right. Ha ha, English. Using it. So the hulking orc heads to the back of the cart with the squat dwarf and they hoist out two saddles for the horses. Here we go. Hey, let's get these on the horses. Oriole, uh-huh. stop creeping the horses out, but keep them calm, okay? Okay. And then she like starts awkwardly. Patting, but, like, not moving. <laughs> so as Oriel is attempting to pat, but not pat the horses, <laughs> n- like, it's not weird. I'm allowed to touch horses. It's not like I've been listed on a horse offenders list or anything. As, as the half-orc quite easily uh, hoists the saddle on top of the one horse, and the dwarf is on tippy toes pushing a, a saddle, trying to get it on, on the horse. Um... Roll for me acrobatics. Eight. Rain is hoisting and it it appears she went under the horse to put the saddle on. She was going to tie the saddle at the bottom and then like swish it around to get it to the top. Then uh, she's looking at the rope thinking maybe I could stand on the rope to get it on. Um, What is everyone else doing? (laughs) I am laughing. Santalurian is laughing. So is the gnome woman. She's like, how did you even get those horses? Dwarves. Do you need some help? No, I don't need some help. Because I can do this all by myself. Are you just being sarcastic? No, I'm not. Because, yeah, I am. Okay. (laughs) Just help me. Okay. So uh, Darby puts it on for her. And then she's holding onto the, the saddle while he pushes it over. Okay, so Darby pushes, puts the saddle on the horse. What is everyone doing now? Um, Both horses are saddled. Rain walks over to Zant and punches him in the belly button. That's for laughing at in me. In the belly button. Well, it is the max <laughs> of her reach, so please draw <laughs> strengths for me. <laughs> Uh, four. Four. Okay, please roll luck for me for shits and giggles. Uh, Zant? Yeah, so roll a d20 and then I'll tell you what it is. Nine. Okay, so as um, as Rain goes to attempt to punch Zantalurian in the stomach for laughing, because Zantalurian is laughing so hard, he, he is almost doubled over and he gets a light flick into what is probably his private area. The laughing becomes quite high-pitched at this point. (laughs) It wasn't with much force, however, so it does pass quickly. Rain, if you wanted to get intimate with me, you just had to ask. I didn't want nothing from you, but you got what you deserved. You better not want anything from him. I want a bag of front seat. Shotgun! So as Oriel calls shotgun on the front seat of the two horses with the saddle, the horse looks quizzically at her 
Oops. <laughs> Did I get spat on? No. Okay. Out of character question. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a question. How heavy is the half orc and the dwarf? Can the horses carry them? How heavy is the half orc? As we're Ask 80 females kgs. About, their weight, about their weight. 80 kilograms, all yeah. right. You're, you're a very skinny half orc <laughs> if you're seven feet tall and only 80 kgs. I'm a little 30. <laughs> He's, you mean he's you're very a little well twiggy. Little it's tw- it's, it is twiggy for a half orc, but as you know, this is not a half orc fighter. This is a half orc wizard. <laughs> it is a wizard. <laughs> um, and the dwarf? Um, how how much does a dwarf weigh? How much does your dwarf My weigh? My dwarf weigh. Not generically. Well, she doesn't tell secrets, but they're her horses. She's ridden them before. They can carry her. She knows that definitely the left horse named what is your horse named? Blue. Little Dipper. The left horse named Blue, also known to Oriel as Little Dipper, is able to carry definitely carry the dwarf. You look at your half orc uh, friend Darby, and you are pretty sure that Darby could possibly carry the horse, but <laughs> the other way round, shotgun we'll Darby, dra- we'll drag the horse, drag the horse. <laughs> Uh, not really the strongest half orc, but could definitely drag the horse. Okay, so it looks like we've only got two horses. Uh, Rain, you take one. Oriel and I will take the other. Darby, sorry, you're on foot. Let's go. That's Chicken. not nice. Everyone mounts the horses. Uh, please roll acrobatics for me. <laughs> Rain. <laughs> to climb on the horse. It's my horse, y'all. Yeah. I'll give you advantage. You can roll another d20 because the horses know you and Blue is like, shame, my owner is short. So you take the best roll of those two and were they both bad? What was it? Sorry, what am I rolling for? Acrobatics. Ten. Ten. You try to get your foot in the saddle, but you know if you lift your foot too high to reach into the saddle, you're going to tip over backwards. And your armor is quite heavy, so you're pretty sure you'd take a long time getting back up. So you're like, oh, should I put my foot in? And then and then the horse blue tries to like lower himself um, more for you to get in. And you think with with a jump, you could you could definitely get in 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 the saddle which you attempt to do. And as you put your foot in, your foot definitely goes into the saddle and you bring the other leg around and it just clips the back of the horse and you land face first into the horse's mane. But you are on the horse. (laughs) You'd need to swing your other leg around. So she swings her other leg around. And places them into into the stirrups. All right. Yes. Rain is on blue. Okay, Oriel, let's ride. And then she picks up the reins and she goes, yeah! <laughs> she goes, yeah! All right. The horses begin to canter in which direction? Um, hey. Hello, guys, slow down. You're going in the wrong direction. We, need, we should be going back this way. Back towards the way that the cart came from is, you would all know, the town of Lysiphon. Lysiphon, okay. Which is your... Closest sister town is probably 20Ks away. Sorry, turning around. My bad. And then the, no- the gnome lady shouts after you. 
You know, I found it useful when I was in my adventuring days to ask for information. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but we know where we're going. What? Rain. Sorry, what? Uh, you said we should ask information? Oh my she shouts off to you as Oriel turns around and passes Antelirin. She shouts, Ask Raid! Raid came and said Guild, and then we all got distracted by Guild and men missing that we all were going to go. And now what do you know other than that there's Guild and men missing? Hmm? I know Xantelirian's going in. That's all I need to know. The gnome shakes her head and puts her hand inside lightning, her head inside lightning, which is her hand, and <laughs> just shakes her head sadly, and she goes, in my days, adventurers were way better than this. <laughs> no one cares about your days. The gnome raises up, tries, and realizes the half-orc says this, and she's like, yes, well... <laughs> well, you're fat too. <laughs> Do you, does Oriel say that? No, no, I was mocking the no. Uh, okay, I'm just shaking. <laughs> um, okay. Rain, what was she talking about? So, is the are you following behind them, Darby, or no. next to the horses? I'm following behind them. So following behind them, you see the dwarf sitting quite happily on top of Blue, and you see the second horse holding the back of Xantelirian, and you assume Oriel, because Oriel's probably shorter, so she, you can't see past Xantelirian, and you see their tails um, wafting in the sun quite happily. You guys are mean. I was still asking Rain a question. As they okay. ignore their humble <laughs> companion. I hear him. <laughs> you guys are really mean. <laughs> Rain, what was she talking about? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, well, you guys weren't there when we were having this conversation, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so um, I went over to Lefison this morning to drop off some alcohol, as one usually does. Um, <laughs> uh, I was speaking to Carassus. She's a bartender lady there. She says that all the men have gone missing in the town. Like, nobody. That's everyone who buys my booze. Do only men drink in that town? Well... Not really, but I mean, that's like 50% of my profit gone. I can't have that. Anyway, listen, so she said that they sent out some people who work in the field between us and them, between uh-huh. us and them, and, and they just went missing. So they've been sending out men to go and find them, but now there's no men left in the town. It's a boob face out there, guys. So is this just a giant, <laughs> it's a boob face? What? <laughs> Oh my god. You know that is the correct collective term for a bunch of women. <laughs> I've never been in a boob fest before. Xantelurian is laughing. We're pretty sure Xantelurian's been in a boob fest. As his character class, if you had listened to it, the discussion before the session, is sexy rogue. Not just a rogue, but a sexy rogue. <laughs> Um, I've never been in a boob fest before. Are they not just playing like a giant game of hide and seek? Oriel, it's not a real festival. There's just no men left in the town. Come on. <laughs> Some people would celebrate that. Others would not. Who knows? It's a big world out there. 
So um, anyway, so Carassus uh, is offering gold for us to help her or help the town go find what's happening to all the men out there. So are you guys sure you want to do this? I'd love to help. There's a voice from behind you. Oh, yeah, Darby. <laughs> as, as Rain looks behind and recognizes that the Harpork is still, in fact, in existence. Sorry. Well, Rain, you said my two favorite words. Gold and woman bartender. <laughs> Not so sure she said woman bartender. <laughs> Probably she said just said boot faced. <laughs> okay, so we good? We're good. All right, let's go then. Yeah. Your horses saunter out of town. Um, everyone roll perception for me. 19. 15. Anyone with a natural 20. Only a natural 20 will hear this. No. As the gnome woman says, I'm sure they should have gotten supplies first. <laughs> As the horses head out of the town of Ristrin towards Lysiphon. As the horses saunter out of town, as a gnomish woman is shaking her cane and her arms, shouting, I would have gotten supplies first, <laughs> and waving her, her thunder and her lightning at the two, at the four adventurers, two on a ho- one horse, one on another, and a sad half-orc male following behind the horses. As they head on out to the nearest town of Lysiphon, which is 20 kilometers away, which is missing all its males. And as they have so aptly described, it's now just a boob fest. (laughs) (laughs) So in our party, our 1% adventuring party, we have, we have Xantalirian, the sexy rogue. We have Darby, the half-orc wizard. (laughs) We have... <laughs> the female and then we have Ranger and the dwarven female Paladin. Paladin. <laughs> yes, yes, I know it's Paladin, but um, no, it's that's Paladin an inside now. joke. It's it's going to be a Paladin wizard and sexy rogue. We just need to find something for our sorcerer, but I'm a sure saucer. We'll, a sorcerer. The saucy sorcerer. The saucy sorcerer who was like. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> playing Santa Lurian, we have. I'm Wednesday. And playing Darby, we have. Nicole. Playing. Oh, yeah. We have. Kirsten. And playing Rangerin. Kut. And I'm Carla, the GM, and I hope you guys have had a really good time. It is the first one, and as usual with all adventuring parties, it takes a while to get going, but at least we didn't go shopping. I mean, who needs supplies for adventures, right? Overrated. So thank you to my players, and thank you for listening. And a big thank you to Central City Comics, who have helped sponsor the show and helped pay for our microphones. And you can see and find out more about them in the description below. And please remember to follow us on all the social medias. And we're at Dump Dumb Die with no B, just a D-U-M. Twice. So nice we said it twice. And uh, for some behind-the-scenes pictures, some random talking, and possibly a Google Drive of notes from the characters. Who knows how good, <laughs> how good their note-taking skills are. Hopefully better than their quest-giver asking skills. 
<laughs> and um, please remember to rate and review us if you enjoyed this podcast and share it with your friends. They also need to clap in their cars or houses alone at <laughs> the amazing adventures they just you, heard. Because you can only listen to a podcast alone. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, especially a boob fest one. Because now that has what we are claimed as. Happy Women's Month, everybody. Boob fest. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> Woo. We're the only two males in the village. Yes. <laughs> when is they? What kind of rogue are you? A sexy one. <laughs> sexy. Sorry, I'm um, Lenny Pretty, a sexy.